Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You are about to listen to the dark forest Let's give you the info about it First of all, you know the websites dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com, if you like a determiner, jackiecation.com, has everything. All my podcasts, including uh, videos of my stand-up, my stand-up schedule, merchandise you can purchase if you would like, and a lot more info than you possibly even need. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and produced and composed that song at the beginning of the show. He sang with his wife, Sarah. It's very beautiful. At the end of the program, he sings his version of the Mexican hat dance. That's Mike Rickberg. Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He is uh, the web designer over there. And Patrick Brady fixes the audio. And in this case, there's a video intro. Very exciting. Anyway, those are the websites. If you want to support the show, you're doing it already by listening to it or watching it. And Another way is to tell your friends and family, go on iTunes, do a review. Another way is to just give me money. Yeah. You could go use the donate button. You can make it even monthly if you're okay with making things monthly. You do a PayPal monthly. There's a monthly choice on PayPal. The PayPal is a button on the Jackie Cation or the Dork Forest website, and it goes directly to me. Thank you very much. I will use it wisely or foolishly. Your call as well. Now. My email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com, is where you can contact me if you have any questions or concerns and about the Dork Forest. And I do have a Venmo account. It's Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. Another way to support the show is on DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com. There's an Amazon link. And the Amazon link just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal, and it supports the show because you came from JackieCation or DorkForest.com. Very exciting. Other than that, oh, there are, there is a band camp. You can, if you have listened to all the episodes that are free and you need more content, there are several live episodes that are at thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. And those cost me a couple of bucks, so I charge a couple of bucks. There's also a storytelling album there that you can listen to some stories that I did live. And there are 17 free episodes before the Dork Forest was pre-recorded. So the audio isn't very good, but the guests were super funny and fun and dorky. So if you want to do that, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. Other than that, let's see if there are other things that I should be talking about. Possibly uh, the merch. Yeah, if you want to buy merch. The only other thing I want to talk about is the merch. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. Uh, and you can get stand-up comedy t-shirts. You can get my albums or my DVD over at JackieCation.com slash merch. There's pins. There's a challenge coin. There's a bunch of new things happening over there. Anyway, a lot of information. I think, I don't think I've missed anything, but who cares? Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Uh, we're doing a dork forest here, and we're doing it with Barbara Holiday, you guys. Barbara Holiday, uh, you did comedy for a while, but now you own a really great club here in Los Angeles, and you are uh, essentially fucking treading water. <laughs> and you're like, let us keep this going. Anyway, Barbara Holiday, Flappers Comedy Club. Hello. Uh, it's at, Flap at Flappers Comedy on Twitter. 
on Instagram too, or we are at Flappers Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, website, all everywhere, all Got all social media. Okay, and uh, and so, but we're gonna dork out anyway. But just so you know. Uh, when you come to uh, to Los Angeles, California, uh, you should go to Flappers Comedy Club and have the meatloaf. Anyway. Um, of all the things, you pick the meatloaf. But thanks, Jackie. Yeah, uh, It's Andy's favorite thing there, the meatloaf. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. That is his favorite. Because you guys put, uh, you, you chop up like Italian sausage and put it in the meat. And then so it's meatloaf with more meat. He is, uh, he's a simple man of the people sometimes, Andy Ashcraft. We should call it meat um, meatloaf. <laughs> it is the meatiest of all meatloaves, and it's delicious. Oh my gosh, that's so! Welcome fun. to the Dork Forest, Barbara Holiday. Thank you. It's so dork in here. <laughs> you guys, did I mention she used to do stand up? Oh, anyway, <laughs> jackassery. Here's what I. But the thing is, is so you sent me a great list of things uh, to dork out about, and um, you were like, I have get my spreadsheet up so let's do escape rooms first i had a guy do escape rooms but probably four years ago now oh so really yeah they've exploded since then yes do you do you actually know the origin of escape rooms not offhand well, a lot of, is there crime yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually a, there's been a lot of rumors about how escape rooms started when i first heard about it it was probably i would say about 11 years ago um, 2009, 2010, and I was traveling a lot with, with comedians, um, representing them in colleges, and I would be in different towns all over the United States. So I basically needed something to do when I was, you know, for those extra little hours you have. So a friend of mine, a fellow agent, um, Gina, actually, from Kirkland Productions, she okay. taught, talked me into doing an escape room. And I was like, I'm scared. Oh my gosh, I'm claustrophobic. I can't do it. I had no idea what it was. And then everybody... Right. It sounds like it would be scary. You're like, what? I'm trapped in a room and I have to get out. And they're like, yeah, but we, we have another group in an hour. So uh, you, ha- you have to be out. You either win or lose. So it's, it's $23, right? Or something like that? Well, everybody tries to describe it when you first do it. I, I had no idea based on the descriptions my friends told me what it actually was. So... When I actually experienced it, it was so much different. So let's see if I can try to explain it to people who have never done it before. Basically, you are in a room that is themed. There's a lot of serial killer themes, but there's also... Oh, interesting. Yeah, a lot of serial killer themes. There's like the Titanic. You could be in the basement, in the study. Um, So it's, it's an actual room like a set, I would say, like a... Yes. A movie theater set. It's amazing. Very well crafted, some of them. I'll give you the best in town. And then you are, you have 60 minutes to figure yep. out a bunch of clues and puzzles to get out of the room in 60 minutes. But it's not actually locked. I mean, there's a door, you know, and right. you might have some kind of code you have to put in. But there's an emergency button you can get out, and it's just the right. Idea. Right. If you have actual phobias, um, don't panic. You can leave. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's- but that's exactly what I thought. I was like, I don't want to be trapped in a room and then have to do something. And will they really kill me? They won't. They're not going to really kill you. They're not going to. They can't really lock you in a room. They genuinely want your twenty three dollars. The blood is and fake. And they have the blood. Is and it's fake. all. F- yeah. All, everything is fake, and then uh, but it's got cool puzzles, 
That's what that's what you love, clearly. Well, so what happened is my friend talked me into going, and I started going in various cities. Like I would be in Kentucky, so I would look up uh, an escape room in Kentucky, and I would go there with her. And it was kind of just the two of us for a couple years. I probably did about 50 rooms with her, with Gina. Wow. She got me. Because you were just traveling around for the NACA convention Exactly. Uh, I was on stuff? business, but, you know, instead of going out to eat every time, it's like, why not just right. go for an hour and use our brains, right? Like, yeah. this is going to sound cool. And, of course, in the room there are not only there's locks, there's puzzles, there could be physical challenges, there could be board games, there could be hieroglyphics. There's just, based on the theme of the room, the um, activities could be completely different. It could involve, I've I've shot a pool, on a pool table, I've shot a dartboard, I've done... What? Like, I've poured lab... That's kind of cool. I've poured water into lab tubes. I mean, there's all kinds of... Um, oh, that's really cool. You know, that kind of effort is is outstanding, you know. Well, get this. This is the statistic you need to hear. So about, I guess it's been five years now, I came back to L.A. and I talked, I have a group of uh, four gay friends that we always, on Sundays, we used to go out to eat and do stuff together. It was my four gays and me. That's I, That was the title of the brunch? Yes. <laughs> four, four gays and a girl. And I said, you guys got to try this, this escape room stuff. And they were like, no, we're scared. Same thing. No, it sounds weird. We don't want to pay for this. Da, da, da. And I was like, listen, I'll pay for the first one. You guys come with me. And by the way, five years later, we've done over 150 rooms together. Oh, my gosh. There's over 150 rooms in L.A.? I've done over 250 rooms total now. But yes, right. there are so, and my, my team, we made, we named our team, we're called the Rainbow Escape Team. <laughs> and awesome. every Sunday we, we go, we were before all this happened, but we've actually done sure. two virtual rooms. I'll tell you about those in a minute. So, oh my gosh. So the Rainbow Escape Team and I, we've created a spreadsheet and we track all our rooms and we, we take a photo and we give <laughs> notes on the rooms this is the best. So I can tell yes. you the best rooms in town. And um, you know what's fun about it is you figure out with your friends. These are like my best friends. And right. the first couple times you do the room, you feel like a total idiot. I mean, right. the first time you go into escape room. I've done two and I have, I've literally, I'm like, can I do catering? Because right. you people don't need me. Yeah. It's like you, you don't understand kind of how it works. But after you go with a regular group on a regular basis, you start to figure out you all have a specialty. So I'm the lock, I'm the locksmith, by the way. Okay. Yes. This is awesome. Yes. And I also figure out, this is my, my special technique. If you have a combination lock or a numbers lock and it spins around and it only has like five numbers, right? So you got, or one through 10 on each cylinder. And you figured out the first four numbers on the sequence, but you don't know the fifth one. This is my trick. Right. You just keep turning it ten times until you get the final number on the combo. Oh, it turns out that I love that you've turned yourself into like a SWAT team. Uh, you guys are going to be great in the French resistance. Uh, this is going to be awesome. And then there's my other friend, Philip, who just screams and yells every time something happens. You know, he we call him the screamer. It's like, ah! <laughs> 
So, so we, oh, it's sort of a nice cheerleader. That's good. Who doesn't want an audience member? We know we found their something team. when that we hear the scream. <laughs> we're like, we know we met. But we literally go in the room and we just divide and conquer. It's like I go for the locks, Mark goes for the puzzles, Dan goes for the the math. You know, like we all okay. kind of have our Phillips for, goes for the physical stuff. And we all oh. have our, our specialties, and we pretty much escape every room now. So, oh, that's so great. Yeah. Have you failed? Oh, many times. Well, in our spreadsheet, the, f- yes. the first, I would say, probably 10 times, I think, we yeah. didn't get out. <laughs> and, and then there's times when, like, the last lock or puzzle comes down to me. And um, the last, literally the last puzzle comes down to me, and it, we have seconds to put it in, and then I mess it up. And we don't get out. Oh. Have you ever done that thing where, oh, they got, they got, they got echo happening. Uh, oh, but, uh, echo. Th- they'll fix it out. Yeah, they're fixing uh, it. So there's, uh, have you ever done that thing where you get all the room, and then you have minutes to spare, you get through the door, and there's another fucking room? Oh, gosh. Numerous. That's the whole thing, actually. Because you don't know how many rooms there are in your escape room. There's, there's one. Okay, so first of all, I'm not. I don't work for them or anything, but I can tell you. And no spoilers, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, but yeah. the best because 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 people who, especially the virtual ones, because people want to do these oh, and these okay. will be great. Well, I'll give you the best uh, company in town, uh, in my opinion, in LA okay. is Sixty Out. It's called Sixty Out. And six zero O-U-T? Yes. And they have the most amazingly well-designed rooms. I mean, it's like the best set designers in the world created these rooms. Like That's so cool. There's even one called Jumanji, which Universal worked with them on creating. So, I mean, what? they're getting pretty, pretty elaborate. They're, right. And do they have, um, do they, do they create the virtual ones too or no? Well, so, um, Recently, when this, you know, all this started, my friends and I we went into- were, were going crazy because we, we can't do escape rooms. So we <laughs> we found two online rooms and we did the first one and we were so excited and we only paid $15 for that and it was online okay. and we all got together on a Sunday and had our cocktails and and um, I'm not even going to mention, That's so I don't want to mention the bad ones, but it was, it was, it was not great. I'll put it that way. They've just, they p- okay. put up pictures on the Zoom room and like. They couldn't figure out how to really do it. Right. It, and diagrams yeah. and pictures and stuff. And so we were kind of disappointed, but we didn't, yeah. we didn't give up. And then we found <laughs> out of Las Vegas, there's a group called Trapped. Trapped is the name of the rooms. Okay, and it's an exclamation point, I assume? Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, and you have to say it like that, like trapped. Trapped. Yes, trapped. (laughs) So that you've trapped in a Zoom room. No, but how these guys did their room was incredible. We, we We can't wait to do another one, actually. There were two physical people at the location. And one was, if you're not familiar with this, I should tell you more about escape rooms. The game Please. game master is okay. the guy or girl who introduces you at the beginning of the room to the theme of the room. 
And there's usually some kind of backstory, you know. So right, right. They, there's the I've done two. Yeah, I've only, I've literally only done two. I've done one where we were supposedly trapped in. We wake up, we come to inside a spaceship, and we have an hour, or we're going to be blasted off into space. Right. Uh, the the second one was um, some sort of spy thing, and. Um, and that one, the the uh, the one with the ship, we got into the second room, and then we got we got the time ran out. The second one, they won. I I go with people that are super smart science nerds, and Andy Ashcraft, who's a game designer, and so uh, they we got out of that one easier. But um, yeah. So what 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 are the what are your favorite themes or finish your trap thing? Well, I'm yeah, sorry. the virtual room because if you have a chance, go online. It's out of Vegas. It's called Trapped, and so the game master comes on the Zoom room and gives us the backstory. And this one was basically some kind of CIA uh, documents we had to retrieve from the office. Sure. And again, you don't know is it one room, two rooms, three rooms, whatever. But there was an actual guy one person at the location with a camera on his head. So he was oh. walking around in the room and being our eyes, if you will. Yes. This is like a video game. It's fantastic. Only it was physically real. The guy was... Right, because he, yeah. he's an avatar. Yeah. He's your avatar. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Yes. That's awesome. And then there was a separate breakout room where they actually put the evidence... You know, and we could go into the breakout room and look up the evidence or the documents or see them up close. Like he would be in the room and say, okay, guys, where should I go right now? Should I look behind the flapper sign? Just like this. Should I look behind right. here? Okay, I'll pull this up. What do I do now? What, what, and then, but he was actually a character. Like he was part of our team. He, right. he was like, okay, guys, I don't see anything here. Where, uh, what do you think? Where should we look next? You know, was, was did he wear a costume? Was it? Was, did he wear a hat? We, we, I want him to. We couldn't tell. I we want, could just see what his. Oh, that's right, because you don't get to meet him. Yeah, it was just literally. You're just, you're just inside him. Yes. Right. Oh. And all you hear is his voice. I, oh. And this is awesome. And that room we got out of, and um, they said many people. We were like, they usually give you a percentage of people that the the, the rooms have ratings. And yeah. the ratings are based on the percentage of people that actually escape them. So, like, okay. this is a 93% escape, uh, you know, 93% of people escape this room. But when it's the low numbers, like only 20%, then you're like... Then are harder. We got to get out of it. Yeah, this is like... So when you escape a room that's like 15, 20%, you feel like geniuses, you know? Right. Okay. So that is an excellent point, <laughs> is, the, is the lower the number, the harder the room. Right. Okay. Yes, only 15, 20% get out of this room. You know, this has a 93% success rate. That's easy, easy, easy. Exactly, yeah. But Trapped was a great, great experience. I highly recommend it. And, um, you know, escape rooms in general, um, I think, have always been pretty safe. Like, my friends and I always washed our hands. This was pre-COVID, before we right. went in the room. And then after we touched things in the room... We always went right to the bathroom and washed our hands because right. we were just because it's four gay guys and a girl, you know, so we right. you just nef you, you well, I mean, because you know that, you know, especially if it's a popular one. Yes. There's all kinds of touching and, you know, yes. God knows who's licked, whatever. And people bring their children. Well, <laughs> so. Escape Room L.A. is another good company that I recommend. That was one of okay. their downtown and they have. 
uh, a bunch of rooms. What's really cool about the escape rooms and their designers, it they're here's the origin. I was gonna start to tell you at the beginning is oh yeah. Apparently, so I heard rumor that it started in Silicon Valley as a game, like an actual video game type thing. But then mm-hmm. I was looking online and they said that actually um it's the first modern escape room was created by a publishing company called Scrap in in Kyoto, Japan, in July two thousand seven. So okay, so it has it's not really the 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 art form isn't that isn't that old Ooh. really, and then yeah. that was the first like real escape room kind of game event, and now they have they have like thousands of I players. Wonder, in- I wonder if there's Japanese virtual ones. Oh, I haven't even looked those up, but maybe they're right. Because if they're huge in Japan, I mean, I bet you that um, this is because what Andy did for somebody's wedding, he made an escape room in a box. Oh, a portable uh, escape he, room. Yeah, yeah. I know these. They sell them at colleges. Colleges. Oh, do buy these? That you buy a suitcase filled filled with all the puzzles and clues to the theme that you need to solve, right? And then you ship oh, the Oh, it's essentially, oh, it's a, it's a kit yes. to make your own escape room. No, Andy didn't do that. Essentially, he just ma- he made a box that, uh, first of all, you have to get in the box, <laughs> and then you have to figure out what the box is all about. That's the whole escape room to it. The, 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 he just made a puzzle in a box that you had to get into the box. Um, isn't that being homeless? It is not. Okay. It is not. Jesus. You know, she used to do stand-up, you guys. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, well, there's this one other kind of escape room I have to tell you about called... Please. Bodaborg. You ever heard of this? How do you spell that? Bodaborg. I think it's B-O-D-A-B-O-R-G. It's in... Bo- uh, I think it's in Boston. Oh, gosh. I could have my cities messed up. Okay. I, I tra- I've tra- traveled so much. I, I think it's in Boston. And um, it's, oh, this place, it's like, well, first of all, I, back to uh, this, will, I was talking about who designs these rooms. It's a lot right. of people who design haunts. So it, it's- Oh, right, right, lot, the haunted house guys. Yeah, people. a lot of people who design, design haunted houses actually are now designing uh, a lot it's, of escape rooms. That's why there's a lot of serial killer themes. And, that's why there's so much murder. Right. There's a lot and, of, yeah. But it's. You're going to put dolls in a room. Don't ruin dolls. Leave them alone. Oh, geez. The orphanage. Great, great escape room. Involved <laughs> dolls. Ah. Creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> but this Bodeborg, so it's in Boston. And again, they were trying to branch out and get more physical on the escape room concept. So this place is literally like. Five stories high. And on every... I've never done anything like this one-of-a-kind thing called Bodeborg. On every level, there's like 20 doors. And each door has a small escape room in it. And basically, you pay one fee to get into the building. And you have to... The goal is to try to get through as many rooms as you can in that day. And then that team wins for the day. Now, here's the problem with these rooms, or the fun of it, is if you go in and you, it's more physical challenges, and one thing leads to another leads to another. Like, there might be a uh, kitchen-themed room that has a big piece of cheese and a rat and a fake mousetrap or something like that. Right. And you have to get physically through the room. Now, get this. If you make a mistake, you have to go back to the beginning 
and start oh, nice. the room all over again. And so they just reset the room. Yes. Somebody, somebody's constantly coming in and going, they tripped it, run in, reset the, the puzzle. You have to leave the room and go back to do it again or you don't complete it. And so you have to make a decision. Do you go back into that same room and complete it or do you go on and do another room? Because your goal is to try to get through as many of these. And this is called Bodeborg. If you ever have a chance... Um, I, in Boston, I, God, I, I'm gonna. I have to see if it's in Boston. If you just look up Bodeborg, which I'm gonna do right now, um, right, I have, B-O-D-A, I have to B-O-R-G. say where the, it really is. Can you remember? You know how yeah, you yeah. travel so much and you don't know where you are. Every city's a blur. My gosh, the first Bodeborg in the world, um, in the USA. I was right. It's Boston, Bodeborg. Okay, Bodeborg, Boston. Of course, it's closed right now, but just temporarily. Right. Right, but next year it'll be open again. Yeah. Things th- things will come back. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, so what are your, are, are your favorite themes? The ones where there's um, actually serial killers? I actually don't like the serial I mean, some of them are, re- yeah. my gosh. But but in Silmar, there is a great room run by a former comedian, Jackie, Russell Freelander. Okay. He now, who, do you know Russell Freelander? I know that name. Long time I'm sure ago, I've met like, him. doesn't do comedy anymore, but used to and knows a lot of comics. Right. He uh, built this uh, room in Silmar, California, called the Basement, and uh-huh. it sounds really scary. And it yeah, it does. And um, I can't do spoilers, right? But there's some right. real cool physical challenges. And I took comics in there with me. I took Christopher Titus and his wife Rachel, okay, into this escape room with me, and. Titus had to do something really gross. That's all I'm going to tell you, because nobody. Well, he, he, okay, not not to, not to talk about that specific yeah. one, but um, physical challenges like with the Bodeborg or with with other rooms that you've done in other cities. Um, do you mean like you have to be able to jump over things, or you mean that you have to put your hand in a bucket of slime? Yes, or oatmeal or something that you think okay you so- think is something other than oatmeal. Right. Oh, right, right. Okay. So, so it's essentially that spaghetti is hair. Yes. Grapes are eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like that kind of thing. And that's what they mean by physical challenges? Kind of. Yes. And there's okay, also. Okay. Cause there's, well, the, is there any sit-ups or there pull-ups? Sometimes there, I've, the, in the Bodeborg, you might have to crawl across, uh, some, onto some bars it's not okay. It's not real like athletic stuff though. It's more right. It's more. <laughs> You're talking about nerds. I You're know. talking about dorks. Yeah, right. It's uh, this is. I can't do a Japanese game show when I walk into an escape room, but I get it. But let's just say there might be a key at the bottom of a toilet bowl in a dark room that's filled with oatmeal. <laughs> that's all I'll say. It's like that. I'm not. It's like I'm not that. telling you which room that happens in. Exactly, but that could be a thing that they do in a room. Yes, and so they also trick you guys. By the way, they trick you because they look make the lighting very dark and dim on purpose. Yep. You can't use your cell phones. Um, right. You find they part of the game usually is finding a flashlight. So oh right right once you find a flashlight or a black light. That's a very popular thing you. in escape rooms. <laughs> that seems that seems dangerous. Well, that seems perilous. Well, yeah. Anyway. Oh, and there's another type of room called interactive immersive room now, where okay. one of them in uh, in L.A. is uh, called Ms. Jezebel. Ms. Jezebel, and this one was crazy. This one involves an actual actor in the room with you. 
dressed as a character. In this case, her name is Ms. Jezebel. Okay. She's invited you over for a dinner party. So when you walk in the room, you sit down with her at a dinner table, and then she keeps mysteriously having to leave the room to go make dinner or put something in the... <laughs> and when she leaves the room, you go crazy and try to find stuff. But the minute okay. she comes back in, you have to sit down and be back at the dinner table and pretend that you weren't nosing around her house. Is there food? No. It's kind of... Okay. It's sort of like a fake it, little tea party and such. You're, right, you're having a tea party with your, with your, with your imaginary friends. Yes. That's awesome. That, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Uh, but that was a really interesting idea because Norm, interactive, yeah. And the fact that you had this pressure of this person like coming back in, and then you all have to like pretend that you weren't looking around or nosing in her house. Um, That's my upbringing. That's what I feel like my stepmother. Anyway, so I guess you can tell I'm hooked. It's like it's addictive. You are hooked. It's addictive because it's such an escape. It really is an escape with. Right. It's exhausting, too. Can I tell you, after I do it, um, my brain and my body are, like, wiped out because I've put so much thought and energy into it. And, like, it's literally you feel exhausted. Like you ran a marathon or something. It's like, because the the adrenaline that goes through your body because you're just trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then... You're like, what can it mean? Well, you also yeah. learn your dynamic, right? Like, so I'm a type A most most of the time. But here's yeah. here's what's funny. When I go in the room, you think, okay, well, I'm going to grab everything and touch everything. But you've kind of got to work as a team. I mean, that's the whole right. point. Like, if you're good at this and you're good at that, like... But people get very selfish because they want to do it, you know? Everyone wants to do right. the puzzle. So I have this dynamic where, like, if you don't touch it, I will. But if you're okay. on it, I'm like, all right, you figure it out, you know? Right, right. That's good. I mean, that's sort of like one of those cooperative games. It's a cooperative game is what it is. And you have to let somebody, like if, it's like when you're, when you play baseball, if you, and there's a pop-up, you, if you call it, you get to try and catch it. That's how it is. So when you go into the room, you're, you, you all spread out and you look for your specialties. Yes. And then, uh, and then if you finish your specialty early, you can go yes. sort of, peer over somebody's shoulder and see what they're doing? Well, yeah. And there's also two, I I have to inform you guys that there's two kinds of games, right? Like one of the games they call linear. Okay. So the linear escape room literally goes, you can't move on until you go from this point one to two to three to four. If you accidentally somehow go from one to four, you've screwed it up because you've missed something. Right. In the hole. So that's kind of what they call a linear room. So, right. And that's generally a little simpler, to be honest. Like, it, it can be simpler. Because it leads, because at least it leads you somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, to me, sometimes the linear rooms seem obvious, but you'd be surprised because everyone goes in and linear means something to me that different than what it means to you. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, like walking a line. But the other kind of room is where they just call it, I'm actually, I forget the term, but it's just random and scattered. So it's, it's not, you don't have to solve one thing to get to the next step. It's just all the clues are all over the room. And mm-hmm. usually those have, those can have up to eight or 10 people in a room. Okay. I say the best team size, honestly, is four to five. 
Oh, really? Yeah. When okay. you start so, getting, and sometimes you go in with strangers. Like Jackie, if you and I, just the two of us went down to a room, they might put three strangers in with us. So we could be working wow. with people we don't know. And that's very interesting. Have you done a bunch of those? Yes. I've done them with some really dumb people. Have you done them with people that were smarter than you? Yes, also. Like I'm the whole spectrum. Yes. The whole spectrum. And the smarter people, you're like, oh my God, I thought I was. I thought we, <laughs> we are not the smartest people in the world. It, it's, uh, it's interesting not being the smartest person in the room. And, and, uh, but the dumb people, you're like, what? How are people this? <laughs> I mean, like, pour the water from the pitcher into the glass. No, 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 we shouldn't, we shouldn't pour it in there. I mean, there's a pitcher Why? of water and there's a glass. Think about it. Yeah. Right? You might just pick it up and do it. No, no, no. Yeah. It could mean something else. Don't touch the glass. What else could it mean? Uh, I don't know. Like, we have to save the water for something else. You know, I don't know. Right. You're not actually trapped in this room. No. And, uh, <laughs> but you have to- You will be, don't drink the water. That's what we don't want you. Don't consume, probably don't, have you ever had to consume anything? Do they, is there any sort of food or gum Ooh, or candy? There are, oh gosh, there are a lot of smells. Smells are very, um, a very big part of it. Yeah. And, um, smells and sounds, but usually not ingesting anything. In fact, you know, what's really fun. Oh, this is a fun fact. I, I, that I told you the woman who got me started on escape rooms, her name was Gina she ended up eventually getting married to a great guy, um, Matt, and I um, got asked to speak at their wedding. And they are, you know, she like literally is probably a bigger escape room geek than me. She, she's designed them herself and sold yeah, yeah. them. So for the wedding speech, I did the whole speech based on escape room rules. When you go into an escape room at the beginning, oh. they always give you a list of rules. And these are the rules. Don't stick your fingers in what the What are the rules? Yeah, don't stick your fingers in, in the electrical sockets, right? If you, if you see an X on something, don't touch it. See this door? This is the door you're going to exit out of. Don't go out it too soon, right? And right. Uh, make sure you work as a team, Everything you just so you can hear these wedding vows, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm literally, it was so much fun. I took a literal escape room rule document and then I just changed it for to make their to, um, wedding to speech. be married. Yeah. Yeah. Just rules, <clears throat> rules, you know, work as a team. Just because someone else doesn't solve it doesn't mean you can't. But if they do, encourage them for doing it and then yes and and go on and solve something else. That's awesome. Rules to a great marriage, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And it's don't team. stick your fingers in the electrical sockets. That's number oh one. Oh, my God. That should keep <clears throat> you alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, there's sort of like... There's real basic, you know, safety kind of... And and do they make those... And is it the same rules pretty much everywhere? Yeah, yeah. They Some of, some of the companies gotten smart and made videos. And the videos okay. are kind of funny. So when you first go in, to, they'll just sit your group down and you have to sign a waiver. This has always been true because they didn't want people, you know, they, to ingest something or drink something they shouldn't drink and then blame the company when right. they're very clear about, you know, be careful. Don't <laughs> step on things either that, you know, if 
you see a, like a cabinet, don't climb on top of it. Nothing's going to, you don't have to do anything that's going to hurt you or cause physical exertion. Even the physical ones? Yes. Yes. I mean, they'll tell you specifically, like there's some bars in this room. You won't need to cross them. Do not, okay. you know, don't touch them. And then by the way, I touch them. Because that's <laughs> well, you know, I I have done one other episode about escape rooms when I was on the Joko cruise probably three or four years ago, and this guy, um, big big, much like yourself, traveling around the country, um, going to and and but he didn't travel for work. I don't think he just literally destination escape room, Ooh. and uh, he was like this. this <clears throat> that's his you know his vacation. That's his hobby, right? And he said that one of the ones that he didn't get, the one that got away, uh-huh. right, um, involved an Allen wrench being uh, on top of a door jam. Like it was just sitting on top of the molding and he never noticed. He, they didn't notice it. He didn't notice it. And it drove him. I have to fix my hair. My <laughs> hair is in my face. And I don't, and I don't like it. Okay. So what he did was he literally in his apartment or his, his house or wherever he lives, he has an Allen wrench above the door jam as a reminder of his failure. My <laughs> I was like, let it go, buddy. I have a story like that. See, we all yeah. have that one thing that we couldn't solve. You're going to love this one. So they, sometimes they give you clues or you can ask for clues if you want to. But the rules are like the whole team has to agree to take a clue because you kind of right. don't want to. You want to figure it out on your own, you know. But sometimes yep. it's like, oh, my God, we need a clue. So I was doing this room and it involved a lock. And remember, I'm the locksmith, right? <laughs> so basically, we needed a code to get the key to unlock this padlock. Okay, we need the code to, you know, so we're looking all over the code. It must be 20 minutes. We can't find it. Finally, it's just like, okay, give us a clue. So a TV pops up and on the TV, there's a picture of the padlock and there's an arrow drawn to the bottom of the padlock. And we're like, what? So we go (sighs) over to the padlock and you look on the bottom of the padlock and guess what's there? In Sharpie? The code. Yes. Oh, my God. Believable. Like, plain as day. And we just, it's so funny because you see it's a key. (laughs) Because it needed a key, you didn't think it needed it. But you needed the code to get the key to, but, and the. And you didn't look at the bottom of it because you're just like, well, what? I don't know. So. But that is awesome. So. And maddening. Just literally when you walk out, you go, I am so stupid. Like, <laughs> where did I even go? Did so, did I actually go to school? I mean, how can I get through life if I can't find the code on the bottom? But it reminds you that sometimes the solutions are right in front of your eyes. Simple. Oh, my God. That's so powerful. Um, <laughs> Thank, you. Uh, Thank you. That speaks to life even. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Don't overthink it. That's what... <laughs> We tell ourselves every time we go in the room, okay, you guys, don't overthink it. Just play. Play and have fun and don't overthink it. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Wow. So, yeah, it's kind of creepy that we're actually tracking the rooms now. And um, we have an air table So you have a spreadsheet. That we share. What are the columns? Um, Basically, the name of the company, the name of the room. Sure. 
and we have the um, notes on the room, whether we, oh, they escaped the time we got out, the time it took to oh. get out. Okay. And um, a photo, because they take a photo at the end of escape rooms, whether you win oh. or lose, and you usually hold up stupid signs that say losers or oh, okay. winners. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> and you're supposed to have be excited either way, you know. <laughs> Though the pictures definitely look different. Um, right. <laughs> yes, and uh, this spreadsheet. We started doing so many rooms that we we couldn't even remember. Like we would go on a Sunday to look to go to a new room, and we couldn't remember yeah. if we already did the room or not. Oh. That's how many rooms we've done. And so recently, even I booked a room right before the the COVID stuff, and uh, ends up my friend went. I didn't look check. The, I didn't consult the spreadsheet, and we had already <laughs> done the room. So we called the company, and of course they gave us a refund. And yeah, you know, some a lot of companies like Sixty Out and Escape Room LA, they have like six to twelve to twenty rooms. Oh really? So so, 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 one, so they they have dozens of 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 different things that you can go and do. Yes, and um, once you find this is a great, excellent use of strip malls. Yeah. Well, you know what they do, Jackie, is when I was telling you earlier about the haunt people, what the escape room designers go into vacant buildings that are like that have no other use, like Escape Room LA downtown, when it is really old concrete building that was like literally not being used for anything and mm -hmm. they just need a big big open space because they're going to design everything inside of it anyway so and do they did they put up drywall and make like several rooms correct yes okay and um that way you do you know you're doing the cavern is one of the names of the room or alice mm -hmm. in wonderland or grandma's master plan or quarantine <laughs> weirdly enough we did a room called pandemic right before the pandemic i'm not kidding we actually it was like in february we did this it was one of the last wow. rooms we did so we my rainbow team we laughed so hard about that one because we did get out of that one just so you know oh good yeah and we're yeah so we're gonna get out of this one it'll be fine yes yes just hope for the future yeah. I know this. Yeah, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it, you guys. Correct. Just have fun and don't overthink and it. Use your sense of smell and sight and hearing and listening and yes. And wear a fucking mask and if you could. Wear a yeah. mask and don't stick your fingers in electrical sockets. Okay. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all you got to know and you're going to make it through okay. All right? Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, so what, uh, yeah, so they, they just, Essentially, they bought or they rented a, a large warehouse yes. kind of space. Yes. A, or old factory. Same place you would and, build a haunted house, really. Oh, you know, like those same okay. kind of spaces are what really I think that they've been um, attracted to. Or often, like the one in Silmar is, is literally out in the middle of nowhere, basically. And there's an adult uh, novelty store next to it. But... Um, there's always an adult novelty store out in, in, in the middle of nowhere. And if you put a haunted barn next to it, you can go get yourself a, a cock ring and then get back into it. Yeah. So um, the basement room has a very amazing entrance. I'm just going to say that. Like, oh, sort of the decorations. Like, because no, the sets. No, I mean, no, I'm talking about level. like when you approach the building, oh. you're not even going to know where you are. 
Oh, God. I can't give it away because I would tell you, but I figured it out. Right. I'm one of the ones in my team who figured it out. A lot of times there are objects or machines, I'll say, that would be used for something normal. What could be a coffee machine? It could be, right. you know. Sewing machine. Sewing machine yeah. or something that involved food, possibly, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just right at the door, the front of the door. Right. And it might be of some use. You never know. Right. Right, right. If, they, if they've given you a tool of some sort, you should probably look into using that tool. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, but you can't even get in the front door unless you solve this puzzle. Oh, it's a secret that's kind of amazing. Yeah, there's, oh, the secret doors are fascinating. I mean, there are, you've ever wanted to go behind a hidden bookshelf or every time I see a yeah. bookshelf in an escape room, I know there's another room behind there. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Sorry for the giveaway. Right. Oh, that's okay. Here's the thing is uh, what I've learned uh, being married to Andy is that if there's a waterfall, uh, there's always a cave behind it. If, uh, if the lighting is, uh, is, is shining on something very brightly, uh, look at it, head toward it. Um, Correct. Correct. That's a true for <laughs> escape rooms as well. Yeah. There, there, uh, it's, it's the, the gaming stuff is, um, is in, you know, uh, tonight is, it's Tuesday that we're recording this. And, um, every Tuesday for all of quarantine, we have been playing a Lord of the Rings journey into middle earth board game that takes five cameras to use and two apps, three apps. Like the thing, it's all set up so that we can, uh, and then you can, you play cards and then you're, and then it's hooked up with an app and then there's a, um, then there's a board game interface, tabletop simulator inside steam, which is another, uh, thing. And, and you're just like, okay, all right. Um, but it's so much work. I love the fact that there is so much work here. Has there been... I've t there's two there's two parts to this question. First, is there a great game that you went into that was just sort of half-assed? They weren't very good at the art. Oh yes, and and uh, and and then is there amazing games where the game was really great, but the art and the set was uh, gorgeous? Oh. And can you think of those two? Oh yes. Oh, so one of the worst rooms, and this is you have to be careful if you are going to try an escape room. Listen to my recommendations. Trust me. People call me, text me from all over the country. Celebs, everybody. They text me and they go, I'm in Kentucky. What room should I go to? I'm in Las Vegas. What, you know. So in L right. yeah, in LA, 60 out, by far, you will not be disappointed. Any, any of okay. their rooms. Um, and also the basement in Silmar. If you're going to do a first room, there's actually three rooms and it's a series. It's a trio of game. So the first one, it does involve a serial killer, but it's it's scary, but it's not scary, scary. Like I don't like haunted houses, I'll, and so, but I love I don't the either. basement. I'm not, I'm not good. I they they genuinely make me uncomfortable, right? So, but, but the, some people love it. They love them, yeah. But and some people love serial killers, yeah. But the basement is literally like the serial killer never comes in or anything like that. You're just. <laughs> You're just in a basement that he might have been in, you know? Right. And then so. you finish that room, and then you can do the next room called the study. And then there the third room, um, which I forget the name of it. But those rooms, I went to the good room first. I'll, I'll tell you about the shitty room. But the, the, the basement and those rooms, literally it's like it's Oscar-winning set director. And... <laughs> 
that's all I can say. Like the best design rooms in in the town, and even so, such that um, in the study you can imagine there's a bookshelf. I remember the bookshelf, yeah. and you might pull a book. Always off a bookshelf, and, and then there's under the bed, and the bed moves, and the dresser moves, and stuff like that. And so things move, but everything looks real. Looks totally real. Like you've just gone into this. Beautiful study of. Have you, you know, have you ever gone into like a submarine one? Yes, I've done a where it looks like you're in an actual submarine. Does it look pretty good? I've been in a submarine that looked pretty shitty. Um, okay, and I've been in a Titanic room that looked amazing. And okay, there was one where water actually started coming down. So like, but like wow. Universal Studios, where it's away from you, so yeah, you're yeah. safe. But something yeah. you do triggers water. Um, but the, let me tell you about the bad room. Be careful of these okay. rooms. Do not okay. go to any place in the valley that is like in a strip mall. Oh, really? No, 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 no. So there's one because I live in the valley, really? and there are there's one right by us over on Sepulveda, but it's they're they're it, are they just sort of well? This one we went to was called I think it was called the Office or something, and it was okay. in a strip mall, and we thought well maybe they're trying to make it look like an actual office or something. Yeah. It was on the second level and it was like, you know, this guy's an accountant over here and then you might have a semi liquor store here and then, I don't know, just a mission. We're at a donut mushroom. shop and a nail salon. Yeah. It's a mall. Right. But then you also have like an office of somebody or something. So we went in there and literally they just took an old office and <laughs> it was like an old desk from the 70s and, you know, it was just, it, the quality was like someone just, I don't think just anyone can build an escape room. I, I really think that you have to be a game designer or a, or a set designer or... For sure. Because the puzzles, you have to make the puzzles, test the puzzles, make sure there's a certain level of difficulty to them. You know, it's not as simple as it sounds. My friend Gina, who made her, I, I learned about it through her because she made an escape, uh, a portable escape room and I was a beta tester for her. So right. me and my team got to go and like test out her room. And then we pointed out the flaws. That was, in right. that was interesting. That's super like, fun. Like this is too easy. This is too hard. Yep. It's really fun sometimes. Oh, this is a great story, Jackie. One time I was in the room with my boys and I have a background in computers. So there was a laptop involved and um, we had to type on it and it actually had like old DOS commands. Right. And oh, wow. I know DOS. My dad was. A, I, I learned on DOS. So the command line, you can you, you can do it. Yeah. So this is so great, though, because four guys, they might be gay, but I'm telling you, you'll see the problem. I'm saying to them, oh, we need the DOS command. We need to do backslash, you know, colon. You know, I'm giving the DOS command. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 it's not that. You know, and they're literally going other places. And forcing. you were expecting more support from these uh, homosexual gentlemen. Is that what I'm yes, hearing? Yes, but with your, their lady friend. But get this, oh. the the. But they were also they're men, yeah. so they were raised to be men, which is to take. I mean, they're supposed to know shit. But the game and, um, master. By the way, oftentimes they're watching you on video because they might right. have to help you to give the clues. So they yeah, they have to. I believe they have to watch. Yes, you and they just for safety reasons. Yes, and they have an audio recording. So I'm going, come on, you guys, Dosta, you know, and they're fighting me. And finally, the game master gets on the overhead or the the PA, and he goes, "Sometimes women are right." <laughs> 
just out of the blue, like the voice of God. And, and they all like went, oh my God. And then I did the DOS command and it worked. Right there. But it was just, lit- that's all he goes, sometimes women are <laughs> right. It's true. Sometimes we're right, you guys. And uh, and and the thing is, sometimes you got to relearn that over and over and over again. I, that people are right I, and people are people. I remind them of that very often when I when I'm doing <laughs> something and they're saying no. I go, remember that one time I was right? Remember? Yep. <laughs> right. So you've done you've done ships. Oh, ships, spaceships, caverns, caves, caves, cavern. Yeah, cavern, cavern, cave. Yeah. With stalactites. Where are you like stalagmites? Like, uh, um, oh, stalagmites and stalactites? Yes, like a cavern. Oh, that's awesome. Like, oh, that's little cool. Lights in the bottom of the pools, and there's little numbers and clues. And then there's a lot of star stuff, like uh, there's Harry Potter themed one. You know, oh, another, another great room. Oh, cr- yeah. Crossroads in Anaheim. It's worth okay. the drive. The company is called Crossroads. How could I forget these guys? Um, they have this room, two, a couple rooms there. One's the circus, a circus-themed. But it's kind of like a mini magic castle type thing almost. Like okay. circusy, big top. And that room involves all of you doing things at the same time. So, oh, sort of like you each have to do them simultaneously to make things move forward, kind of thing. I, you say no spoilers, but I got to spoil it. But no, but that, but that's a that's okay. a that's a I can explain. recurring theme too. So, yeah. one wall was filled with doorknobs, just every doorknob type you could possibly a whole entire wall filled with doorknobs. Okay, all five of us had to have our hand on one doorknob in order for the thing to move on. Okay. Not just one person so. couldn't do it. One spoiler, you guys. Right. It's okay. One spoiler. Okay. And, but there's and. another room in there. Um, if you go to look up Crossroads, you'll see all the rooms they have. Um, they did one last uh, last uh, year called The Seance. <laughs> oh, weird. So, wait, was there an actor then? Yes. Was it an interactive actor where there was, like, somebody reading the crystal ball? There was a table. <clears throat> And all of us sat around and had to put our hands on the table <laughs> like a real seance. Hold hands. Yeah, and such great production quality. The table started to move. Awesome. And then over in the corner over there, a hologram popped up telling us some <laughs> additional information. Giving you information. Yes. Sure. And the room had, a you know, uh, bookshelves. There's always bookshelves involved. There's always bookshelves. There's always a hidden... And there's, is there oftentimes like a, uh, screens? Are there like interactive, not just a laptop, there, but is there like a TV or? Yeah, there, there are sometimes, I don't actually like it when there's a TV in the room. I prefer an audio clue. Um, I also did a room called Zen, which is, yeah, everything is white. The entire room is white. So every object is white, every table, every wall. Like you walk in and wow. it's just white. But there's tables and chairs and objects and that was hard. Hard. That sounds hard. Yes. That sounds spooky and weird. Well, even on the wall, like there was there were things in or on the wall, but you couldn't see them because it was all white. Everything was white. Yeah. It was just white on white on white. Yes. And you had to figure out. Have you ever been in a room that's pitch black? 
Uh, yes, those I hate. I hate those because first of all, my friends and I are all over the age of, you know, <clears throat> I won't say, but <laughs> our eyesight isn't that good. We're all over the age of good eyesight. You're, you're right. You're I, you you have eyesight issues. Yes. So and when, so you go into a pitch black. Yeah. So the room, if it's dark, it's it kind of makes you mad because you want to see. And you're like, it's not only dark, but you can't see. So it's like double, double the problems. And then we're like, God, if we just had some light, you know. And um, <laughs> often in those rooms, it's it's weird because you have to scramble around on the floor or ceilings or whatever, touching things to find a flashlight. And there's ew, there's almost always a flashlight. So yeah, there has to be a flashlight at some point. Yeah, yeah, or a switch that will illuminate things. Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. I did a room called Alice in Wonderland, which was mm-hmm. great. That was a 60 out room. Grandma's master plan. Mm-hmm. She is. Was a, have you done one in Wisconsin? Have you been to any in Wisconsin? Oh, you're. Yeah, I should. Oh, gosh. You know what? I did do one in Wisconsin. I have to look it up on the spreadsheet. And Check your spreadsheet. Let me see in the spreadsheet. Let me tell people that I am talking with Barbara Holiday, who uh, is uh, the owners of uh, Flappers Comedy Club here in Los Angeles. And you can go to at Flappers Comedy or flapperscomedy.com to see all the things. Uh, the other thing that I bought, uh, I was using them as a grocery store for a little bit. I bought some eggs. I also got some cleaning uh, material, which is quite nice on our kitchen floor, which is made out of this. Andy designed it, but it's linoleum, and it's an industrial cleaner, and I need more of it. Anyway, did you find your spreadsheet? I did. It was called Escape the Room in Milwaukee. Oh, there you go. And um, it's in the historic third ward, like in that area. Sure, it's in the third ward. Yes. and That's the hipster gentrification area. Well, so you know what's funny about the escape rooms? When I was looking up the origin, and they were saying that, you know, like I said, I heard it started in Hungary, but really they were saying it started in Silicon Valley. Um, but one, and then you found out it started in Japan. Well, then that's the physical, the real one. But once again, when they describe it, sometimes they say it's like uh, it's definitely uh, a hipster, a hipstery generation uh, or a hipster kind of type game, which to me seems, I don't know. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a hipster, but I don't know. No one would, no one would. No, good. Um, good. Oh, jackassery. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. So escape the room. Was it, did you just go to one room there? What does your spreadsheet say? Yes. The spreadsheet is escape the room and it's one room and it had. um, What was the theme? Could you tell? You know, um, the theme in that one, it was like a little, gosh, I, I remember, I have it in my head too. I can see it. It was, they're not always as super well, like, themed, but this one was like... But the game is good, right? Oh, gosh, the game... Like, sometimes the theme isn't, isn't amazing, but the game itself, the puzzles and the... Yeah, and like, the, in this one, I remember there was a Connect Four thing we had to play to get, like, something dropped out of the... Like, a type... A Connect Four type type thing. Right. And there was um, a... Scra- there was Scrabble involved... You know, okay, like, so it was interactive with kind of board gamey kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, we oh exactly. That's that's what um, you are you're getting the theme here. Um, but it was like kind of a back patio uh, officey type room that you went into, and right, you just had to get to the end to. I think it was find some money that had been stolen. So okay. Um, 
So that was that theme. Yeah. It's it wasn't the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, no. is what I'm always hoping, whenever it's on Lake Michigan. No. Um <laughs> so But there's also like a lot of pyramid, ancient Egyptian, I've done hieroglyphics, you know. And okay. one year, uh, uh about I guess it was probably about six years ago when I was just really getting hot in the escape rooms, I actually put my entire staff at Flappers for Christmas. I got them all escape room, uh uh, and I put them on teams because I wanted right. the, the chef to be with the waiter and the ticket person to be with the cook. So right, to it, sort of get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah. And um, it's, a good, it's a real good corporate team building thing. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually have one at Flappers, too, by the way. Did you know that? I did not. What do you have? We have a room here called Escape the Speakeasy. Oh. And we do it in the YooHoo room. Okay. And oh, let's see if you remember this person. Okay. Um, he created a room in Burbank called The Virus, and his name is Bob Globerman. He was a comic, oh. another comedian. Do you remember him? I know a guy named Bob Golub. No, this is Bob Globerman. And this was. <laughs> Who's doing that to anyone? Globerman. I'm so sorry, Bob. I'm sure you're a very nice man. Well, anyway, but he has a, a, a escape room called The Virus? In Burbank. And it was okay. for a year. It was very popular. And it involved some uh, virtual uh, reality stuff with okay. the glasses and everything. And how I found out Bob was doing the room was I just went with my friends. And I he was the game master. So he came out in a oh, lab coat. And I was like, I know Bob? you. I know you. <laughs> And we were like, we used to do comedy together. Like, he knows James P. Connolly and, like, that old crew. Like, you know. Right, right. Might even know Maria, I imagine. So Bob Glauberman's running this room, and we do it. And then we reconnect. He finds out about Flappers, and he's like, you should do an escape room at Flappers. And I was like, you should design it for me. So he, yeah. he designed it. He also has another room in uh, L.A. called The Fantastic Race. Okay. Which is an escape room slash amazing race combo. Kind of cool. Okay. And uh, been a great supporter of the club, too. Bob does great things with his. He's really creative. And the Escape the Speakeasy, you come to the YooHoo room. Mm-hmm. And it's a 1920s theme, of course. Right. And our, our server might be involved, you know, like. Sure. Well, you got to have. Spoilers. It's like murder mystery. Right. Uh, Barbara Holiday, it has been an hour. I mean, here's the oh thing about the gosh. dark forest. Did, it's over almost immediately. How did this happen? <laughs> it's a, thank you so much for doing the dark forest. And everybody, uh, I've, I've said it. Let's say it again. at Flappers Comedy. And um, it's, it's in Burbank. It's Flappers Comedy Club. You guys will be open when it's safe. And there, you guys have Zoom shows all the time. And uh, the Jackie and Lori show does, or is going to do another Zoom show. We just did one for you guys. Yes, and, thank um, you. Thank you. Sure, of course. And uh, super fun. I love doing stand-up. And uh, I don't care if it's uh, on Zoom. <laughs> Some people do. They're out of their damn minds. Uh, just do stand-up. Anyway, um, thank you so much for doing the show. And uh, I think I'm going to... Uh, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?